Hey everybody, welcome to the Compassion Heals podcast. I'm your host, Patient Lee Tomlinson, and I'm delighted to have you here. I'm the founder of the Compassion Heals movement, whose purpose is to return the rapidly disappearing, scientifically proven, immense power of kindness and compassion to improve the lives and health of you, me, and the world at a time when we've never needed it more. Compassion is defined as a willingness to feel the pain of another and be moved to do something to relieve that pain. Something we are all genetically designed to do. Sadly, this immensely powerful tool we are born with is rapidly disappearing in healthcare and the world. Imagine this. Nearly 50% of patients today say they receive zero compassion while being treated. And nearly 35% of people say the compassion is not one of their core values. And those scary numbers have been rapidly declining for the past quarter century. That's the reason for this podcast to reverse this rapid decline of compassion and inspire you to be more compassionate to yourself and others to benefit your family, friends, colleagues, yourself, and the world. On the show, I'll be interviewing people who have delivered extraordinarily compassionate acts, people who have received those kind acts and the impact they had on both of their lives. We'll also be interviewing doctors, nurses, and other healthcare professionals whose job it is to provide medical treatment that is equally compassionate and competent to ensure the best, quickest outcomes for their patients, like you and me, and the immense challenges they face every day, which leads to the majority of them burning out and being unable to provide us both competency and compassion. We'll also talk to scientists who will share with us the proof of the healing power of compassion for the giver, the receiver, and if that interaction takes place in a business setting, the bottom line of that organization as well. As an amazing philosopher once said, if you want to make somebody happy, Be kind. If you want to be happy, be kind. Truer words were never said. It's that simple. Just not always easy. So let's get to it. Today I'd like to share with you a couple of true stories about people who literally risked their lives to provide compassion for people who so needed it. The first one is a story about a soldier in Afghanistan. He was a medic, and unfortunately, he and his fellow soldiers were trapped in an ambush and completely surrounded by enemy soldiers. They were being decimated, shot, and killed. It happened so quickly that this medic literally didn't even have a helmet on. But as all of this is exploding around him, he notices that one of his fellow soldiers 
and gets shot in the neck. Now, as a medic, <laughs> as well you can imagine, medic or not, being shot in the neck is probably fatal. So that medic had a decision to make. Does he jump up, being surrounded by enemy troops, and do something to help relieve the pain of his colleague? Or does he bury himself deeper in the sand and hope not to die? On film, which if you ever come to one of my uh, live deliveries, you will actually see a video of that medic jumping up, bullets flying all around, running over to his fellow soldier, grabbing him, throwing him over his shoulder, making him an even bigger target, and running with that wounded soldier to the evac helicopter to get him out of there and get him into surgery. Despite all of that craziness, despite all the risk, despite his fellow soldier being shot in the neck, before he lets him go, he does one more thing. He gives him a kiss on the forehead. That's right, a literal kiss on the forehead. Now, it's enough that he risked his own life to get that soldier into the medical helicopter and get him out of there. That alone is bravery that won him the Medal of Honor. But the soldier probably won't remember all of the chaos, all of the risk that that soldier took, all of that nuts and the pain and the blood and the misery he was in. But I promise you, no matter the outcome, he will remember that kiss for the rest of his life. So rescuing that soldier was his job. It was competent medical treatment. But the kiss was the compassion, the comfort that that soldier needed more than anything else. And it took barely a second. Most people say, well, you know, I, I, I'd love to be more compassionate. I'd love to do more good in the world. But, you know, I just don't have time. I've got kids. I've got family. I've got this. I've got. If somebody in that situation has the time and uh, consciousness to give that fellow soldier a kiss, it takes a second. That's all the longer the compassion has to take. Open a door for somebody. Smile at a stranger. Give a dollar to a homeless person. It doesn't take time to be kind. It just 
takes intention. And when you do something simple for someone else, they wake up and they're touched by it. They feel seen, they feel heard, they feel appreciated. Why would someone open the door for me? How cool is that? And they were in front of me. They could have gone right straight in. You feel better because they feel better. And you are both better for that compassionate interaction. Let me tell you another story. Yesterday, I was at my dentist. And after this wonderful guy who has been my dentist for 25 years, one of the kindest, most caring, compassionate humans on the face of the planet. And I've got 10 stories about him. But then after all that misery, no offense to him, but I had some serious problems. I went in to get my teeth cleaned from another woman who I've had cleaned my teeth for a couple of decades. And we're sitting and we're talking and one thing led to another and she asked about my work and asked where I'd been delivering keynotes and to whom and all of that sort of stuff. And somehow or other, she tells me this story. Not too many years ago, she was had a friend, woman and the woman's husband, and were, often would go to their home to visit, to eat, to hang out, to watch TV, watch a movie, whatever. And what she noticed was, was a young daughter, the woman's, her friend's young daughter, was increasingly absent from those evenings together, where before she had been open and fun, and now she was spending most of her time upstairs in her room when uh, my friend went to visit her friends. Now, she thought that was kind of peculiar and, you know, had a thought that, hmm, maybe something isn't quite right here, but didn't know what to do about it. Anyway, one night, uh, her woman friend and her husband, two she had gone to see, and another gentleman uh, went to a movie. And she noticed that the two guys who were sitting in front were being very sexist and saying very provocative things about women that they would see on the street, which she thought was very, very, very uncomfortable and inappropriate of them to do at all, let alone with his wife and, and her in the back seat. But there wasn't much she could do about it right there. They go to the movie, come back, and it's fairly late at night. And the husband of this woman says, you know, let me walk you to your house, which was only a little ways away, but it was late and it was a very kind thing to do. So he walks her over there and gets to the uh, gate right in front uh, of their house, helps her in, gets her to the front door, and tries to molest her, tries to kiss her, tries to grab her. And she immediately goes, that's it. What are you doing? Stop. Get out of here now. 
He runs away. And she literally is up all night. What the heck? Her One of her best friend's husband just tried to molest her. And then all of a sudden, something hit her. She thought, I wonder if something like that might be happening to that beautiful daughter of theirs. The next day, she went over and confronted her woman friend. And the woman admitted to the fact that she believed that perhaps her husband had been having an inappropriate relationship with her daughter. My friend turned to her friend and said, here's the deal. You either throw that guy out and keep him away from your daughter forever, or I'm going to go to the police and report both of you, and you'll lose your husband and your daughter. Now, think about that. Big man, strong, prime of life, being accused of molesting their daughter and committing to doing whatever necessary to keep them apart, no matter what. If a man was so incredibly inappropriate, unkind, mean, illegally molesting that girl, who knows what he might do to her in the night when it's dark, like he had the other night. Knowing that, did it stop her? No. Did she do what needed to be done regardless of the consequences for her? Absolutely, positively, without hesitation. She felt that young girl's pain deeply. She too had been molested, not only the other night, but as a child. And she was not going to stand for it. And her courage made them separate, made him go away, made her lose the friendship of the mother, but one of her best friends now, who she speaks to almost every day, is that young woman, who is now a mother of her own, and has worked through all of the damage done by that thanks to the courage and compassion of her neighbor. So, compassion can be dangerous. Doing the right thing can be dangerous. The question is, will you give it anyway? Because you feel the pain of another and are willing to do whatever you can to help relieve that pain of the person who's suffering. You don't have to risk your life. You don't have to run across 
you know, sand while you're being shot at. You don't have to turn in molesters. But simple acts of kindness are incredibly powerful and you never ever know what that teeny bit of kindness can do. It'll certainly improve their health. It'll certainly improve their mental health, physical health, and maybe, maybe even save a life or two. So now go, be brave, commit to delivering one simple kind act today. And maybe if you're in the mood tomorrow too, a gift from you to them, yourself, and the world. This is Patient Lee signing off. If you have any thoughts that you'd like to share, if you know any people who have experienced extraordinary kind acts, or if you know people who have given them and the impact on them, get in touch with me. Let me reach out to them. Let's get them on the show and interview them and find out what happened and why and how they found the courage to do it and hopefully inspire you, me, and everybody else to be more compassionate in our lives every single day. Just go to Lee, L-E-E, at Lee, L-E-E, Tomlinson, T-O-M-L-I-N-S-O-N.com, Lee at Lee Tomlinson, Lee at Lee Tomlinson.com. Send me an email. Let's interview you. Let's interview your friends. Let's interview anybody in the world that you know that has received or given extraordinary kind act. Until then, this is Patient Lee signing off. Be kind. Bye.